The 10-Minute Wedding Podcast with Dara O'D. Italy, the home of the Renaissance. Rome, pizza, pasta, wine, and so many other things. Italy offers so much for a destination wedding, but historically, one of the most popular locations has to be Tuscany. Even when you say the name, it conjures up images of castles, villas, vineyards, and somewhere that is so romantic and breathtaking. Monica Bali is an Italian wedding planner who joins me to talk about this stunning location. The 10-Minute Wedding Podcast with Dara O'D. Hello, my name is Monica Bali. I am a destination weddings and event planner based in Italy, actually in Tuscany. My website is www.monicabali.it. So Bali is spelled B-A-L-L-I. Dot light IT like Italy. And my social media, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram with still my name. So it's Monica Bali. Monica, thank you so much for talking to us today. So you mentioned there in your little introduction that you work within the Tuscany area. Can you tell us a little bit about Tuscany, maybe the the history and why it is so popular for weddings? I would say that a word that describes it well is the Tuscan lifestyle. Because the Tuscan lifestyle goes along with the imagination of everybody when thinking about foods, when thinking about landscape when thinking about the private villas and the cypress alleys. But we are also full of amazing history that goes from the medieval towns to the Renaissance. So, you know, in a very small country and actually in a very small distance, you can really find lots of diversity, but it's really, really beautiful so that everybody really finds their own taste and it's very easy and accessible to get to. That sounds fantastic. Now, you mentioned Tuscany being one of the hot spots within Italy. Can you advise us about any of the emerging spots within Italy? Well, yes, absolutely. Tuscany has been a little bit of a pioneer in in actually everything that deals with tourism, with wedding tourism, destination weddings, and so on. There are emerging hotspots. Well, one of the most emerging hotspots, I would say, is Sicily, of course, Puglia, which is quite already a few years that is coming up. But now we have the smaller islands like Ischia, which is the island that is right next to Capri down in southern Italy, as well as other incredible islands. So we're going on like little little gems that are scattered around in terms of regions I would say that uh, something that is coming out slowly is Calabria, which is like the point of the shoe of Italy. So it's down south and still beautiful because it has from mountains to a beautiful sea as well. What is the best time of year to come and get married in Tuscany in Italy? Okay, so consider that it really depends if you want to stay in the city centre, so like Florence or Siena, or if you like to stay in the countryside, because most of the properties inside the countryside are seasonal. So when I say they're seasonal, this means that they open usually around Easter time, and then they close around mid to end October. So naturally, if you want to know the best time of the year to come is from spring to late autumn. Now, if you think about it, consider that between half 
June to end of, of August, it's when we have the heat wave coming in. So that means it's very, very hot. And in my opinion, the best time ever for scouting everything is... I actually really like September and October because the temperatures are great. Usually we have sunshine and really nice and warm weather. Plus, I think that September is the time of harvest. And so the vineyards are full and like nature is like really, really at its best, I would say. So you mentioned about most of the venues being open from about Easter onwards. Could you tell me what are the more popular venues, locations? Is it hotels? Is it houses? Is it castles inside or outside that are popular, especially for for Irish people coming to Tuscany? Well, you know, the beauty of our country is our countryside. So I would say that... Being indoors, we have beautiful indoors places, but we really consider it our plan B. Everybody wants to be outside because of the view, because of the nature, because of the, you know, the idea they have of our Tuscan lifestyle. So when you think about the olive groves, the vineyards, the cypress alleys, the um, the hills, the rolling hills, I mean, there's so much in the imagination. It's not really imagination, it's what people know of us, and that's what they come here and look at. So I would say that mostly the Irish couples that come when they're a bigger group, you know, um, what they like to do is either get private villas. So they get a group of villas and they do the parties at the villa or boutique hotels. So we get like boutique hotels according to the numbers so that we do buyouts because when we do a buyout, we are free to do whatever we like. And there's many, many different styles of properties. That could be a farmhouse, that could be a castle, that could be a villa, you know, with the formal gardens. That really depends on the personal likes of the couple. Let's just take an average. Let's say we have, let's say, 80 to 100 people that are all Mm going to come over to Tuscany for a wedding. Could you give us a rough idea about what an evening or a day will cost an Irish couple coming to Tuscany for a wedding? Would that be possible in 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 a rough kind of way? Of course, of course. Well, what I would say is consider that when an Irish couple comes over, usually we're not talking about a straight day, but we're talking about three days usually. So that means you have a welcome night, whatever that sort of um of party that will be from a barbecue or a cocktail party depending where you are then you have a full wedding day and then you have either a pool party or a brunch or anything like that consider that a three-day basic but with everything i would say starts around 500 euros per person this means you have food but these are all like top quality stuff naturally we're not talking about having caviar and uh incredible zillions of florals we're talking about having something that is great but within the budgets and then from there you can just go upwards and grow upon your likes i would say yeah can you give us a brief outline about how contracts will work if i was to hire somebody like yourself Okay, so contracts are here. I believe every planner has uh, 
different ways of working. I can tell you how I work, how I feel comfortable working since many, many years now. So we charge a flat fee for the planning and the coordination. In case we have to do special design, there is a separate fee for the design and the renderings part. Now, what concerns the different services and suppliers? The villas usually are, the contracts are done directly by the clients with the villa. Why? Because of safety and insurance, because they are directly responsible in case of damages, but it's much easier also in case they have to move something, cancellation policies to deal it directly like that than through an agent. While for other services like, um, you know, food, decor, and so on, we usually have in our contract, um, the we give the possibility to our clients to decide if they want us to take everything and they only do the contracts with us and pay us and we revert them to the different suppliers or if they want to get in contact with each supplier and they are responsible for each of the deposits and balances. Naturally, we are responsible for all the planning and everything that goes along, but they are fully responsible for the payments. Now, the main difference is that most of the Italian suppliers don't take credit cards. So you need to check how much your bank is going to charge you each time for wire transfers because they're going to be asking wire transfers. So that is a little bit the, the, the easiest way, but how it really works here. And not every supplier, depending, the bigger supplier will always give you a contract with conditions terms and everything but the smaller supplier especially if you're in a town it's going to be a confirmation via email and you'll somehow have to either go there to pay them or wire them whatever is due monica remind us of your website and your social media details once again please yes my website is www.monicaballi Dot it and Bali is spelled B A L I. While my uh, social media, so both my Instagram and my Facebook, are both under my name, so it's always Monica Bali. Ti aspetto qui in Toscana o in Italia per divertirci insieme e festeggiare il tuo matrimonio. A presto, ciao. So this means I'm waiting for you here in Tuscany or Italy, where you like to party together, enjoy, and organize your event and your wedding. If you like what you hear, don't forget to subscribe and have a brand new episode in your inbox every week. For more information about us, go to daraod.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram. If you know someone getting married or who would be interested in this, please share this and also tell a friend. Finally, please rate and review our podcast. That's all for now. Join us next time for the 10-Minute Wedding Podcast with Dara O'Dee.